Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Finally, the temple guards went back to the chief priests and the Pharisees, who asked them, Why didn't you bring him in? No one has ever spoken the way this man does, the guards replied. You mean he has deceived you also, the Pharisees retorted. Have any of the rulers or of the Pharisees believed in him? No, but this mob that knows nothing of the law, there is a curse on them. Nicodemus, who had gone to Jesus earlier and who was one of their own number, asked, Does our law condemn a man without first hearing him to find out what he has been doing? They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Look into it and you will find that a prophet does not come out of Galilee. John chapter 7 verses 45 through 52. If you've ever been in a conversation with someone where you know for a fact that they're wrong, but they just refuse to budge, then you might be able to relate to some of the frustration that Jesus and his followers must have felt towards the Pharisees and the ruling people of Israel. Maybe you've seen someone post something wonky on Facebook and when you point out the inaccuracy, you're met with hostility. Sometimes it doesn't matter how much the truth is on your side, the other person holds to their truth and they will not be moved no matter what. In today's verses, the Pharisees and rulers are gathered and they are annoyed that the guards of the temple, who physically protected the Jewish faith, did not arrest Jesus, who they saw as a threat to the Jewish faith. The guards have been moved by his words. They are blown away by what he has to say, and so they can't bring themselves to arrest him. The implication is that they are at least thinking that Jesus might be who he says he is because no one has ever spoken this way before, they say. The Pharisees will have none of it. The guards physically defend the Jewish faith, but the Pharisees were the spiritual and theological defenders of the faith. These were a group of devout Jewish teachers and leaders who held a very literal view of the scriptures and who used scripture as a lens by which to view and decide absolutely everything in the world. This is not at all a bad thing, and most serious Christians would probably say something similar about themselves. But as we've already explored a little bit, the Pharisees weren't just committed to the scriptures, but to their interpretation of the scriptures. They were not particularly open to other viewpoints on matters that they had already decided. Because of this, they missed the Messiah that they were waiting for, the one that their scriptures foretold and that they were praying would come. The group claims that nobody in their ranks believes in Jesus, suggesting that if he was the Messiah, surely the Bible experts would have noticed it. But they were wrong in that claim. Nicodemus has been won over, and he speaks up in defense of Jesus here with a very common sense request, at least listen to the guy carefully before you judge him. But the Pharisees will not be budged. Common sense will not crack their made-up minds. They mock Nicodemus, suggesting that he too must be from Galilee, a place looked down upon by southern Israel as a region of backwater, poor, uneducated hillbillies. It was an insult for Nicodemus, and they back it up with scripture. Read your Bible, they say, and you will see that no prophet can come from Galilee. And they, on that matter, were dead wrong. 
Not just because of Jesus, but because of Jonah, a prophet who scripture clearly says came from Jesus' region. It was right there in the text, and they missed it. It's not their fault that they missed it. We all miss things. But they were so committed to what turned out to be a misunderstanding of scripture that their confidence led them to miss that Jesus was who he said he was. They were the Bible experts of their time, and they didn't just get Jesus wrong. They got an easily verifiable fact about Jonah wrong. Again, not totally their fault. The Bible is a big and complicated book, but it shows us the humility that we should always approach Scripture. We have strong biblical convictions, all of us, I'm sure, and we should always be willing to re-examine these convictions against Scripture and against other views of Scripture. God's Word is perfect. Our understanding of it isn't always. We should acknowledge that and be humble enough to keep digging into God's Word for more and talking to other believers to help understand God's Word more. Today, why don't we do that? Just acknowledge our imperfection and ask for God to open our eyes as we read and study and discuss His Word. (music) 